Welcome to A Shower of Roses. I'm Jenna, your host. On this podcast, we read together the readings for the upcoming Sunday Mass in the Roman Catholic Church, so that when you walk into Mass on Sunday, you feel enlightened and empowered with the knowledge of the Gospel that you need to have a meaningful and personal experience with Christ every week. I'm Catholic, but you certainly don't have to be to listen to this podcast. The Gospel is for anyone, anywhere, at any state of life. We're so glad you're here. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Sock Religious. I wanted to take a few minutes and share with you guys some of the new things that Sock Religious has been putting out there. You've heard me talk about them before. They are this totally unique brand that makes Catholic socks. They also make t-shirts and some of the other things they've been putting out recently. They have these magnets that you can put on your fridge and it's like a nativity set. They started making no-show socks, which is really exciting because I do love like the mid-thigh socks, but sometimes you want a pair of Catholic socks that you can't see over your sneakers, so they have those as well. And they also have baby onesies that are so cute. The ones I'm looking at right now say, dirty diaper, clean soul. So adorable. You guys, you have to take advantage of Sock Religious, especially with the holidays coming up. They are affordable, and they are lovely, and they are Catholic, and what a better way to walk around them with the saints on your feet. You can use the code ROSES at checkout for 10% off your order at SockReligious.com. That's ROSES at checkout for 10% off your order. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hallow. Hallow is the number one Catholic prayer app in the world, and they have so much new stuff going on. Firstly, if you have not heard, they now have the voice of Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus in The Chosen, leading a ton of the prayers in the app. It's just so cool to hear his voice and pray with him and and hear him and have seen having seen him in the chosen it's just so cool to pray with jonathan rumi's voice and he is also leading a 30-day gospel challenge right now hallow has also uh, partnered with scott Hahn recently so you can hear him in the app there's tons of different types of prayers if you are hesitant about praying with your phone i totally understand but i promise it does not feel like you're praying with your phone once you turn on the prayer the world just really melts away. So I highly recommend checking out Hallow. You can visit hallow.com slash shower of roses for your free trial. Again, that's hallow.com, H-A-L-L-O-W.com slash shower of roses for your free trial. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be reading the readings for May 15th, 2022 which is the fifth Sunday of Easter in year C of the Roman Catholic Church. The first reading this week is from Acts chapter 14, verses 21 to 27. After Paul and Barnabas had proclaimed the good news to that city and made a considerable number of disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch. 
they strengthened the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to persevere in the faith, saying, It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. They appointed elders for them in each church, and with prayer and fasting, commended them to the Lord in whom they had put their faith. Then they traveled through Pisidia and reached Pamphylia. After proclaiming the word at Perga, they went down to Antalya. From there, they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work they had now accomplished. And when they arrived, they called the church together and reported what God had done with them, and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. So what stuck out to me is what um, Paul and Barnabas tell the rest of the disciples, which is that it's necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. So even the, you know, the first apostles, the first Christians had this understanding of redemptive suffering and that a Christian life is not a life that we are promised to have no suffering in. You know, God does not, Christ did not promise that Christianity meant no suffering in this life. Um, So I think that's really important to remember is that we think we kind of like deserve or have earned a life free of suffering because we believe in Christ. Sometimes I think we feel that way. But we have to remember that that was never, you know, part of the deal. Christ died to give us, you know, the grace to give us grace of the resurrection, to give us hope for eternal life. But that grace does not mean this life is going to be perfect. So I think it's important to remember that. The second reading this week is from the book of Revelation, chapter 21, verses 1 to 5a. Then I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. The former heaven and the former earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. I also saw the holy city, a new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, God's dwelling is with the human race. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will always be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death or mourning, wailing or pain, for the old order has passed away. The one who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. So I think this reading connects really well to the first reading and again with that theme of that we're not promised a life on earth without suffering. But how comforting is this to know that that God will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more death or mourning, wailing or pain. So we have this promise again, like we said, of eternal life. We don't have a promise of a life on earth without suffering, but we have this promise of eternal life where there will be no more suffering. And I also just love this last line, behold, I make all things new. We have this promise from God. Um, this like is just like a really good life quote, just this promise that there's always opportunity and possibility for 
renewal and redemption and restoration in our lives. If you are in a situation that seems futile, futile, if you are in a marriage that seems like it's at a dead end and a dead end job, whatever, I think we need to hold on to this promise that God can make all things new. We just have to have faith in that promise from him. The gospel this week is from John chapter 13, verses 31 to 33a and 34 to 35. When Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. I give you a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This gospel message seems so simple, and yet I think it's so, so hard to live out. And I think we're seeing that just played out in our world, how people are just so mean to each other. And, you know, even Christians can be horrible to other Christians. You know, we're not really living out this model that we are supposed to be living out, which is that people should know we are Christians just by the way we love each other. They shouldn't even have to ask. That is crucial. And I think if we really asked ourselves that question about ourselves and about you know, other maybe figures in the church, would they know that that person's a Christian just by the way they love other people? You know, I don't think that would be the answer that we're hoping for. Um, So this is right during the Last Supper, right after Judas leaves because, you know, he's going to um, betray Jesus. And so Jesus launches into what's called one of the farewell discourses. It's like his, his... long speech and way of saying goodbye and and good luck and here's like my advice for you um and it very much models farewell discourses that we find of moses and joshua and david in the old testament that's what the footnotes tell us here um it's important that that jesus is establishing a new commandment here because that tells the apostles that he is claiming to be the God of the Old Testament who could, you know, who established the Ten Commandments. Only God has the authority to create a commandment, not just like a rule. He uses that firm word of commandment. So clearly here, you know, Jesus is making it evident that he is calling himself God. So my challenge for us for the week is to really live out this this gospel calling of Jesus, which is to be the kind of people that people know we are Christians just by the way we love each other. You know, we don't always have to be so aggressive and so up, I don't know, upfront with the letting people know that we're Catholics. Like, what if we just did it with our actions? People would probably know without even having to ask us. So I think that's my challenge for us for the week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. 
please be sure to subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And it would be awesome if you could give us a good rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. Those ratings help us get this message of the gospel out to as many people as possible. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Shower of Roses and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash A Shower of Roses podcast. You can also check out A Shower of Roses podcast.com for more information about the show or to send us an email or feedback. We'll see you back here next Wednesday. God bless you and have a great week.